What's good with you? Thank you for joining me. I'm Johan Francis CSCS and welcome to my show Ego Killer. It's right here on this show where we discuss all the moves you need to be making inside the gym because they'll help you move better outside in life. It's time to get serious, to look at ourselves in a very austere manner and get down to the nitty gritty. Every time we step in the gym, there's a mirror nearby, hopefully. You're going to glance in that mirror. You're going to do what David Goggins suggests, which is have an accountability moment with yourself in that mirror and figure out what am I telling myself that's bullshit and what can I actually control and change? When we do those things, we get to the bottom of it. That's how serious it is, you guys. That's the name of the game sometimes. You have to get serious. You have to get to look, I understand um, we don't want to be too serious, but if I've, I believe one thing inside the place where you work out and get it in, you just got to spend a little bit of time with yourself being serious about your goals. Of course, you know, that process starts before it starts with just having the introspection, but when we're inside the gym looking for our physical limits. This is where we explore all those avenues and figure out what it is that we need to do to break through. This is how we can teach our body to, again, bulletproof. You've heard me say it before. You know what it is, right? But there ain't nothing wrong with having some fun goals too. There's just nothing wrong with wanting to have the, 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 the tightest T-shirt you own just ripple. And there's nothing wrong with being able to wear that. You know, if you're a woman, you want to wear the the skimpy bikinis, right? There's nothing wrong with wanting to perfect perfect your your driver. You know, you're playing top golf. You want to be able to hit that thing really far. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing wrong with being fantastic looking and feeling great about that. However, I believe that there is a nexus where all those fun, whimsical goals They meet and become serious. Something goes off. It's like a switch. It's a moment in time. It doesn't happen immediately. But at some point, all those fun, laughable, tee-hee moments actually start to become heavy and serious. All those fun goals that we had in mind They become much more concrete and substantial. And that, I believe, is actually what we're looking for. When we create really fun goals and you're talking to your trainer or coach or working in the gym. And so today what we're going to talk about is how to turn your fun goals into um, concrete and serious ones. Because being austere and spartan and serious is the only way to go when setting your goals. I'm being facetious, but it's good to have both. So I wanted to I wanted to talk about how to have a little bit of balance, how to have some fun goals in mind where I'm like looking forward to going ATVing. I'm looking forward to go fishing on the boat. I'm looking forward to doing a little drinking, right? Because that's what some of us like to do. But also being able to say, yo, in preparation for those things, these are the efforts that I need to make to get there. And so there exists a line where fun starts to morph. The body doesn't know the difference. 
The body will still perform in the gym as if you're doing the thing, right? For fun or for seriousness. And when I say seriousness, I'm not saying it's the it's antithetical to too fun, right? But I am saying that a lot of our fun goals rarely, rarely, and be real, they rarely have the gravity of something like, yo, I have, you know, my resting blood sugar is in the 200s. I got to fix this thing. Like you go into the gym, you do the same stuff pretty much, right? But it's a mindset. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a mindset shift. And I want us to talk about how to shift that mindset a little bit quickly. The body will perform similarly. The body performs similarly. Like I just said, if I have a, you know, if I have to repair some uh, tissue in my body, right? I just had maybe surgery and I'm looking to get on that rehab tip. Right? I'm looking to get on that rehab and start to repair my injured pecs. Maybe I pulled a pec muscle, a shoulder, you know, a lot of us have knee and ankle issues. I'm looking to repair that thing. I'm going to perform exercises that are isometric first. After a while, I'm going to go into my mobility. Facts. If I want also to, you know, wear the tank top and just look like an absolute legend, right? Out here on these on these sands, on the sandy beach, right? I might perform some of those same moves. What changes? What's the difference? Let me let me let me posit it to you guys right quick. And I know you can't answer me in real time, but think about it. What's the difference? Well, the difference is just that mindset. The difference is gonna be how hard am I willing to go? I want you to go with the same tenacity as you're ready to hit the beach looking crispy. AF, I want that same mindset as if you were trying to rebuild your body, all right? Wearing the bikini and trying to fit into the nice suit, right? You got the event, you got a, the homie's wedding, you got, you know, you're accepting a big award, right? All of these things can be attacked with tenacity. Imagine thinking I'm going to accept the biggest award of my life and working out harder than you ever have in your life to get there, ever, right? I always do this when I'm training with you guys in the gym, some of my my uh, clients, members, trainees, whatever you wanna call them, right? Just you guys, when you're training with me and we're taking class, I always have everybody orient their mindset on a North Star, and that North Star can be an event that's coming up. I always say, like, yo, you guys know you have something coming up. You know you're here for a reason. What's that reason? Let's bring it into the present, all right? So that kind of gives us a little bit of extra drive, hopefully. It takes a serious mindset to realize even fun goals because it's, a, it's great to have a lot of fun, but, yo, there's a point where fun morphs into serious. Your body doesn't know the difference. So let's get that mindset wrapped around how we do it. All right. I think of it as the lake. You look at a lake, maybe even up close. What do you see? You see the sky. You see the tree line right behind you. You don't see anything um, out of the ordinary, right? All you see is the reflection of what's around there. You don't see anything. In fact, what you might see is a gang of silhouettes. You're looking at that thing. All you see is silhouettes of what is right there in front of you. What happens when you, you know, you throw that stone in there, right? Or, you know, you got the, the mallard duck lands with his green head 
on the surface of the lake and that thing ripples. What happens? Well, that surface tension breaks and you get a little glimpse of what's underneath. And then you realize, yo, there's a million, there's a whole world going on underneath. That's our goals, right? Our fun goals are like that, that surface where all you see is the reflection of what's around you already. There's nothing unidentifiable out there. In fact, if you took a little bit, you step back, you took a little bit more of the scope around you, you'd see what's already there. You're looking at the lake. Oh, there's the tree. There's the silhouette of the tree. The reflection of everything is right there in front of you. But beneath the surface, there's an entirely other, whole other uh, biosystem going on, right? And that's just if you want to crack the horizon. That's just if you care to break the horizon, all right? So first off, your fun goals oftentimes, in my experience, they're going to require a bit of energy. So like, yo, you're out here, you got the biggest award of your life coming up, you know? I used to train a man who had one of the biggest awards of, he's getting a lifetime achievement award. And he's training hard, really, really hard. But it's going to take a measure of energy. So you got to think, yo, I have a vacation coming up. I want to show out. I want to show off. I want to have fun. That's going to take a measure of energy. So the number one way we could turn our fun goals into serious goals, because, yo, at some point, that switch is going to have to go off and fun morphs into serious. It's how much energy do I need? The activities that we're going to engage in require an amount of energy. So you're going to train that energy system when you're inside the gym. You're going to train under that pretense when you're inside the gym. All right. Now, how do you train for lounging and catching, catching, you know, catching the sun's rays or whatever it is? How do you train for that? How do you train to raise the arm for another, you know what I mean? Beach martini, you know, how do you do that? How do you do that? I mean, that's a low amount of energy needed. You just kind of realize at that point you're about consistency. Consistency needs to be the name of the game. It is the base level of all goals that I suggest folks get acclimated to inside the gym. Just get more active. Try to do some every day, every single day, because you're not putting out a lot of energy. You could get up in the gym every single day and do something. I expect that from you guys. I know you can hit that. How much energy do you need? If you're going on, you know, you're going to do really, you know, you're going to that Grand Canyon. You're trying to get to the bottom and back up. All right. Then we need to add some load to our workouts, but also do some really low time under tension. You know, how much energy am I going to need in your first concern? All right. Here's the second way to we turn fun goals into serious endeavors. It's like. Can you do the thing that you want on the side? So some of our fanciful, more fanciful goals are like, we want to turn pro in something. That's one of our goals. We want to turn pro um, in, in a sport. I used to train folks that were kind of wrestling with that, you know, if they wanted to go back and turn pro. I've had a few people get to the end of their amateur careers and were bouncing the idea of turning professional in boxing and dance and in in baseball and well the urge is there the competitiveness is there so we need to evaluate yo can i do this on the side doing it on the side would be cool too right all of these all of these decisions are helping us get off the fence right it's either shit or get off the pot all of this is making us do one or the other because fun does 
have to. We have to hit the switch. And fun turns into serious. Ask yourself this for number three. If you're at your very, very peak conditioning, if you're at your best, would you still care about these goals? So if you had your way and initially you're like, yo, I just want to come in and look, you know, I just want to have a little energy, right? You want to have a little energy. You want to get back into feeling a little bit more flexible and being mobile. These are fun time goals, right? Ask yourself if you had all of that, if you had the mobility, the flexibility, and the stamina, would you still care about having more? If you, if you do care, then we could go and say, how much energy do I need? All right. If you're like, yo, I would still care about being more mobile. Or if the answer is, and I have suspicious or sneaking suspicion that, yo, you'd probably answer, nah. Well, then what are we really looking for? And the last thing, number four, that I'm going to posit to you guys is ask yourself, is pain the thing that's stopping me? So like, yo, I just want to get into it a little bit. I hear from a lot of you guys and kind of get tone. Cool. Well, we haven't started until right now. A lot of it is pain believe it or not, that stops us. We have an unbelievably impressive biorhythm within us as people that allows us to downregulate feelings of pain. We might still feel pain, but we adapt to it so quickly it's unbelievable. You know, it's like if you break four toes and you can't walk on your foot, you learn to walk on one toe. And you could do that for years. You know what I mean? This is just something that we get used to. It's actually a testament to how remarkable the human body is, the human condition is, and the mindset. And the mind, the human, just the connection uh, from mind to body. It's always impressive to me. And I've met a lot of you guys where you're doing that out here. You're like, yo, I'm just not using my entire five toes. But you're walking on the balls of your feet. It's amazing. <laughs> anyway, um, is pain stopping me? Pain stops us from doing very small things. And over time, when we start um, compensating, big things start to be more difficult. If you stopped bench pressing because you pulled a bunch of muscles um, initially or you feel like you have shoulder problems but you just never bench press, well, this becomes a process where you're avoiding all hosts of exercises adjacent to a bench press and you stop lifting for your upper body, for example. And that becomes more or less pernicious to how you're going to get in shape. How are you going to do it if you don't do any upper body skill work, for example? It's pain stopping us. And oftentimes, too, just relaying the series of events that led to a traumatic effect or impact in pain. So if I go, oh, it was that day where you pulled this muscle, you strained too much. Going back and thinking about that day and that time in your life, we can actually undo a lot of the pain process. Uh, I read a book by uh, a man named Rocky Snyder, CSCS. It's called to Ret The Return to Center. And he talks about that. He talks about how one off-kilter segment in our life can lead to us compensating poorly the rest of of our lives until we address it. And when we do address it, oftentimes it's a very simple fix. You know, it's literally like putting your hand over 
some scar tissue and activating, giving some blood flow, giving some life back to those scars, those physical scars, you know, where you had a physical accident. And then you're able to move better around there. And now we're able to, from that point, concentrically add back movement. So pick that book up if you have in it. It's um, Rocky's a smart guy. So this is a great pain is oftentimes one of the things that stop us. So again, it's number one, how much energy do I need? Number two, can I do these goals on the side and still be happy, still be positive, content, and grateful? Number three, if I'm at my best, would I still care about the fun goals? And number four is pain stopping me. All right, so I'm going to leave you guys with that today. Try it out. Let me know what you think. If you like today's episode, please rate us here on Apple Podcasts. I'll send you a gift for five-star reviews, I promise. And until the next time, stay up. <laughs>